This is Athenexus, episode 23, just a cardboard cutout, on Tuesday, May 1st, 2012, and now with 25 fingers on both sides. So we're doing the show a little bit later than normal. Um, you know why? Uh, I know why. I think we had better boars to slay. Man, there was this huge level 80 wild boar in this place I was just watching, and it just totally killed everyone. <laughs> Until they killed it. Yes. So I was trying to walk to the place, you know, the, the big campaign thing was, you know, the, mm-hmm. the event. Mm-hmm. I was trying to walk, and I got slayed by this level 40 rat on my way there. That's, that's a shame. 25,000 damage. That's uh, more than I got when I jumped off a mountain. Yeah. So what game were we playing? Minecraft Deluxe. Except for not really. Because I couldn't remember what I was trying to say. It wasn't Minesweeper, but it was. Maybe it was that game with good music. Well, what is that again? I think it's Guild Wars 2. 2? I didn't know 2 came out. It does when you have the beta. Oh, the beta. The beta. So how was the beta? Pretty fishy. But no, um, it was good except for if you wanted to do anything as a party... Or if you wanted to change realms. So uh, it turns out, turns out, <laughs> turns out, uh, turns out that uh, ArenaNet and the you know the people who make Guild Wars they implemented this thing called overflow servers, mm-hmm. and theoretically they could work really well. So uh, uh, an overflow server is just like an instance in the previous game. So you're instance off from the rest of the mm-hmm. entire humanity when you play. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it is now. So it's just a it's just a smaller city that actually has interactable things in it. But the way they did it is that it would totally just throw party members randomly around the map. And Indeed. one of the confusing things was, so I, I I wasn't playing with you at the time. I was playing with Sam, mm-hmm. and I was AFK for a while. And I saw his little dot on the radar, but he wasn't in the same server as I was. And I don't think that should be the case. Like, if you're not in the same server, you shouldn't see somebody's dot on the map. Indeed. That's really, that's not okay. It is kind of weird. Yeah. So there, there were things, things like that. We encountered a uh, fainted skill point trainer, so we couldn't get the skill from him ever. We checked back four times during the weekend. Wow. That's so, uh, pretty bad. Yeah. But overall, how did you like the game? Um, a few things I don't like about it. Such as? Um, well... I, the reason, one of the main reasons why I never played Fire Emblem very far mm-hmm. was because after 30 turns, your weapons break. Okay. And your armor breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Final Fantasy where... Nothing ever breaks, ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, all you have to do is recharge your skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just take a nap and call it good. So what, what broke in uh, Guild Wars? Your shirt, uh, my pants. Um. So uh, things don't, things aren't like gone when they break they just are broken and they they provide less support for your character yeah so you just go back to town and you just get them fixed if you know where that is yes well you should know where town is i do know where town is but someone decided to make it look spectacular do you know how big holbrook is do you know how big oh. the black citadel is do you know how big Divin- divinity's reach is well that's the wrong town they're way too big and no, they're fine i know where everything is there it's like 600 square feet of virtual space. Actually, you know the little mini-map? Yeah. Uh, allegedly, that the, the diameter is 30 meters. There's actually a scale to it now? Apparently. Oh. 
Well, to throw my sword, I have a range of like 400, and to but, shoot somebody you know, with my really sword is a range sense, of 1,000. I don't really think that makes sense. I, I don't know what their indexing scheme with that is. I don't think 30 meters is what they meant when they said 30 meters. Yeah. Because, uh, Maybe it's like 30 wheels. Yeah. Hmm. You have mm. to ask your mom. Or, I'm sure she did something with the whole 9 meters. Right, right. Uh, so... Uh, I like Guild Wars too. It was a good good beta event. Oh yeah, I'm not dissing it at all. I'm just um, saying it needs to get. I thought the I thought yeah. the graphics engine was just a little bit slow right now, but of course they did say it was unoptimized. Do you know what I really liked? Can't tell. I like the dialogue with the character with the voice actor <laughs> who hasn't just, been casted just, yet. Just silent. Yeah, they haven't finished casting all the voice actors. It seems. And then, then up in the corner it says "work in progress." Yeah, yeah. I, I think they stamp um, that on everything. Just so, you so know. The, one of the big things that have changed in Guild Wars Two from Guild Wars One, and I know we're talking about this a lot, but it was part of our weekend, so we have to. One of the things that's changed significantly is the way skills work. So in Guild Wars One, you'd pick two professions: one primary, one secondary, mm-hmm. and then you'd get attribute points to increase the skills in those two profession lines. Yeah. Well, in Guild Wars Two, that's not so much the case. It's weapon specific. Well, not even weapon specific. So different weapons will give you different skills, and then. The skills are based on whether you're a, your profession. Yeah. One thing I didn't like about it is there's too much is determined by the start. What do you mean? Um, when you create a character, you don't know what anything is. But as you're filling out your character, oh, I've been blessed by this god. I bef- right. Because like, if I was an new, elementist... When you're a new character, you don't know anything Yeah. Yet. Do I want to be fire, water, earth, or whatever? Well, I don't or think if, it matters that much. Um, but it it does. You get for life. You get like if you chose fire, all your fire spells do more damage. Oh, really? Um, and then I mean, naturally, they're all they try to balance each thing. But one one element is going to outpower the others. Well, that that's fire. Fire's always been the bulk Combat damager. One. But, but frost is. I always bid frost because I like doing area effects. Uh, well, I mean, I I don't know. I've never really played an elementalist, and I didn't during the the weekend event. Yeah. But they 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 have their own specializations. Yeah, during the weekend event, I tried to be a uh, marksman. Like, I wanted a cool rifle. So you were, uh, what is it called? I, I tried to be engineer? a ranger. No, no, yes. At first I wanted to be a ranger, though, because I'm like, okay, ranger, ranger okay. probably has guns. Ranger does not have guns. Rangers have bows. Yes. Yeah. And they cannot ever wield a gun. And I think it's uh, odd that they don't have more specifications, like, when you're just be- like when you're a new character. Yeah, when- that's what I was saying earlier. So when people buy the box, you know, at Target, and then they bring it home, they're not going to know... Which god alignment to pick? They're not going to know. They're which... not going to know that you should have recovered your sister's body. You should have gone to the, with a circus. Yeah, and... so they're not going to know some of those things. And I think I don't, I don't know how much of that is because it's just the beta event and they don't care. I suppose. And or how much of that is just intentional? I think quite a bit is intentional. Though. Like in that blog post, you know, when you registered your account, you had to pick which server you were on. Yes, and, and I, I had thought, some issues with that. So we'll get to your issues in a minute. But in a blog post, they said this is how it's going to work. When it's released, and I thought that it's a horrible decision. Yeah, that's not how it should work. It's a copy right off the of World of Warcraft system. You should you shouldn't have to even be concerned at what server you're on. That's that's completely ridiculous. Like when I use Gmail, I don't care what server I'm on. I'm on all the servers continuously, everywhere, universally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What problems did you have with it? Well, first of all, you know how there's like a hundred options, all of them in Europe, pretty much, and America. But you had to scroll down six hundred of them to find out. I think there was twenty in each. Yeah. But there's a lot more than 20, by the way. So um, if I go to that blog post and I count... Just because it said so in a blog post one, doesn't mean it was two, there in reality. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 25, 24, 25. 
25. Okay, just so you know, if you hold up 25 fingers and then flip your hands the other way, you still have 25 fingers looking at you. Yeah? Just saying. So there was 50 in total. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. And somehow... And how would, how would a new player know what even that means? And how would somebody who doesn't know what server they pick... Like, when you first get it, right. you're just going to click one and call it good. That's what I did. And then you're going to like, this game is fun. Now I want all my neighbors to play this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go con everybody into buying it. Because that's how you funded Guild Wars 2. Yeah, that's, that's what I did. Yeah, because you're like, huh, I want Guild Wars 2 to come out, so I need a million people to go buy this game just to never play it. I didn't say that. But it's uh, going to be true. See. William, me, Elvin. Um, no, no, no. That was Guild Wars 1. Yeah, I'm just I, saying, to fund Guild Wars 2, you made everybody buy oh, Guild Wars Oh, to fund 1. it. Okay, yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. So, uh, overall, I was really quite happy hey, with it. Yeah? When are they going to turn off Guild Wars 1? They said they won't tell us yet. Okay. Yeah, they, they haven't made the decision on that one yet. Yeah. I guess they're going to go on, if there's still people in there, I'm sure. I think they're going to wait a couple of years at least. Until the next major thing, at least, of Guild Wars 2 comes out. And the reason being is they still have people rolling in from the uh, Eye of the North, which is the method of carrying over your character's assets from Guild Wars 1. Well, I didn't know that. I thought it was just two separate worlds. There there are two separate ones, but Eye of the North bridges the gap. When was Eye of the North made? No idea. But wasn't it like three or four 2010 years ago? 2010, probably. Oh, recent. Okay. Not, not that recent. Midway through 2012 here. That's two years. And a half. When did Guild Wars 1 come out? Like the first fractions. No, that was... Uh, prophecies. 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 Mm, when was I in sixth grade? Because that is the answer. Long time ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just so so you, you you never went to Wolfridge, right? No. I, I, I chose Raven Ridge. Ravencroft. But... Yes. Okay, so bad. here's the thing. So um, we went to Wolfridge on Monday... Like, so, you know, you get up Monday morning and you go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Sunday, I had got my copy of Guild Wars. And so I played all night and just slept on the bus right up. Mm. Um, you should just say for our online audience, what is Wolfridge? Wolfridge is a place where wolves eat people, especially children. But more specifically, it's a nature reserve where you can learn about nature. In a pretend sort of way. In a um, kind of a group community building kind of thing. Which is pretend. Which is extremely annoying for people who don't like others. Mm. Which is pretend. Okay. Well, that's why we have our, we're so good friends, because our guild is virtual. So it's pretend. So it's fun. In, in, virtual in real life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, that was a good thing. But you know what else? What else did you do this week? What else? Or, well, see. not this week, but last week. Last week. Oh, I got that book I, was, I've been waiting for. What was it? Uh, the Wind Through the Keyhole. Oh. Um, Send that by uh, Stephen King. It is. It's a Dark Tarot novel. <laughs> I gotta say, this was proper Englishy now. <clears throat> what was I gonna say? I, I don't know. The, the Dark Tower, but I was gonna say it without saying towery or something. Whoa, that was so weird. I have um, two Google Docs open of the same thing, so I changed it in one split screen and it changed over in the other, and it's like, whoa. Cool. But um, it's a Dark Tower thing, so even though it's not book eight, it's book eight. So, it might be book eight in terms of release, but it, I think it takes place between four and five. Four and five. Yeah. Um, Which is Wolves of the Kala and... Yeah, it happens I mean, right after they leave the Green Palace. Something about an hour. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but it doesn't... I, don't, I'm, I'm, I haven't read the end of the book yet, because I've been playing Guild Wars and working. Um, 
But I don't know if it's going to actually sync, because you know it doesn't have to, because it's just filled with word lo- world lines and stuff. Are we talking about the Dark Tower still? Yes. Well, see, one of the things, I, I haven't read it either, but uh, I think what they can do, though, conveniently, is because the story is so loosely interpreted, okay. time's a funny thing, uh, it doesn't really matter. They made that joke again in like the first 12 pages. It um, is one of the best lines in that book. Yeah, like, uh, by a river. So I don't stuff. know if you were around back then, but uh, when... King wrote the original edition of the of the Gunslinger. Mm-hmm. It was much shorter than the one we read. We wrote we we read the revised edition, and it's still a lot shorter than the, the other book. glass. That's true, definitely true. But uh, it's much longer than it used to be. And so one of the things you see is if you read the differences between the, you know it's not like a complete rewrite. It's just some modifications. Some of the things changed in ways that were uh, fixing timeline issues. Ah, yeah. Um, you know, just like when things happened, and I know he heard, did he had term- a lot of foreshadowing or like, well, like setting things yeah, up for yeah, later, yeah, pretty much. And then also they he reestablished terminology. Like he didn't know like what he didn't. Guild Wars Two never did that. No, um, he didn't know like all of the things about yeah. the gunslingers, and he didn't know about Midworld and East World and South World and stuff. I made those last two up. Okay. Yeah. But I'll I'll put a link to the show notes so you can read these, this uh, this book. It's it's uh, pretty good, I think. Yeah. One thing I kind of interesting was Amazon's pre-order thing. I've never ordered a book through pre-order, mm-hmm. um, so I bought it for like six fifty, and then it, they sent me an email saying during the pre-order time it got down to six dollars or sixteen dollars and three cents, and so this is the price we're going to charge you. I didn't know that was a feature. Well, I ordered Thomas Covenant book three of part four, other way around. Whatever. Uh, I did, I got that same thing happen to me. Mm. So buy from Amazon. Unless you're RMS. Oh, you know, speaking of Amazon and, and, and Prime, I just had to renew today. Oh, yeah. And did you got it half off again? Yeah, 40 bucks instead of 80 Unfortunately, though, I still can't share it with family members. Oh, I just realized something. What? As you know, I'm not going back to college next semester. Oh, you're right. How am I going to keep my Prime? Oh, that's, that's not good. I would go to college just to keep my prime. Is it really worth it? Yes. Oh. You know, that's probably the worst reason anybody's ever had to go attending college. You know, I think so. And I think this is also the first time you said uh, on air you're not going back. Want to talk about that? Why not? Let's let's go over my life plans. Um, I mean, it seems fair. Because uh, the network is originally going to be based on a people of going to college and pursuing higher education. And since you oh, no longer... stopping. Since you no longer f- fulfill that criteria... Yes, so I think on the first podcast, um, we talked about how I was dual majoring in computer science and network engineering. Well, now I am officially seceding. I'm, I'm, I can't handle college anymore. Um, it's gotten too ridiculous because I don't like looking at pictures of people kissing. And then if you look at it from a little to the left, it, it's um, a picture of two old men just talking. What's going on in your college? I don't know. I, I know... Th- Two weeks ago, I showed a picture of a SWAT team in front of Central, or not Central, uh, St. Paul College. Um, it was that, that article from yeah, the Sergeant I, do I found. I it was kind of funny. Um, but no, um, most of my classes are great. Um, I've had some great professors so far at St. Paul College, but there's just a lot of ridiculousness still in there. Mm-hmm. And then, um, in like you know how I kind of did computer science as like I was just kind of curious about computers and how um, things worked. And I was going to do network engineering as my, like, money-making right, career. Right, yeah. And then I realized something. When you look into all the things, um, 
well, having a network a degree in network engineering is kind of meh. Um, nobody will hire you for that. Um, you need to be Cisco certified and have a bunch of other certifications. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I recently also bought a book. Um, yeah, referencing referencing my repository of books. Hmm. Straight from the Cisco Press. Uh, 31 days before your CCNA exam. Second edition. What is a uh, CCNA? Uh, certifi- Cisco Certified Network Associate. Um, it's the certification... That's the certification... Oh, you have hands. Okay. See, you couldn't do that with a Kindle. Except for you, you could. Yeah, I was going to say, you could totally hand another person your book. But it wouldn't be the same. Um... But, um, so I'm just going to, I hope to get three certifications over the summer. I'm going to get my, I, I'm not, I can't say I'm going to get, I'm going to try to get uh, my CCNA, um, CompTIA certified in Linux administrations, and my A+. Okay. The A+, is just, it's just basic hardware and computer stuff. Right. Um, it's just something I can throw in as like a third cert. Like right. Three certifications sound good. So then you're going to be constructing a resume and trying to apply somewhere? Yes. And um, when I do that, though, I am going to take down MatthewPetrol.com. Take down? Swap with content. And put what? Actual resume. I don't want to say I'm... Well, a, well... I, don't I do like ta- claiming don't, quackery. Don't but. take that down. Just put different words. Yeah. I mean, because your picture looks fine. It's just you need better words. Or, or well, maybe your picture should change, too. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the layout is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I already have a picture set up. Okay. Or, I already have it kind of posed. I'm, I'm just going to be okay, that's good. poking a network rack with a screwdriver. Because it's something you never do. I do it all the time. Mm, not when it costs $10,000. Oh, see, mine was a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Um, but actually, I got some stuff from loan from the district to play with. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever talked about that on air. Yeah, I probably shouldn't. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I hope to buy it. When you go back to school next semester, you're going to be like, I'm going to school. La 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 la. Um, I should be working somewhere. Uh, I should already have my certifications done and everything else. Yeah. Speaking of going back to school, I uh, actually convened with my uh, academic advisor last week, sometime. Mm, interesting. And he suggested that I take uh, two math classes and a uh, technical class, and then one of these uh, liberal education classes. And so. I am taking statistics, okay. uh, applied statistics at least. It's essentially statistics with calculus, uh-huh. um, and that it will be good. And I'm also taking elementary computational linear algebra, mm. and then machine architecture and organization. Okay. And then finally, I'm taking the history of science. You know, that's actually kind of fun. And so it covers content from the water wheel to the web. Mm-mm. That's, that's cool. what the course description says. Well, does it talk about Macromedia Flash no, it, it being actually, revolutionary? You no, know, it actually doesn't talk about Macromedia. It talks about this little thing called the Adobe, but not the kind you're thinking of. It's uh, Adobe Huts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Old. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, so my advisor told me that I should apply to my major. and so I, I thought you had to do that for two or three years. Like, get all your credits before you can apply. Apparently, I have them all, and now I can apply. In one year? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. You're telling me. Nobody told me this. Yeah. Until, like, oh, I don't know, Wednesday. Well, that's what counselors are for. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. So he claimed that he sent an email to me, and he did, but when I see an email without my name, like, there... Like, did it say college in it? No, 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 it didn't. But 
when if the name that it's like being sent to isn't like my name, I just assume it's a mass email, right? Yeah. Apparently, it was a mass email, but if it's not sent to me, then I what do I care? Like, I just assumed it was just a blanket email. If you are able to apply for upper division, which is applying to your major, then why I, I shouldn't be involved in that. I'm not a sophomore. So uh, I have my classes set up, so I'll, I'll release a better timeline of those next week, but uh, they're pretty good. Yeah. So, hmm. Interesting. Never mind. I'm not going to bring it up. Which is it? You already know the time you're going to take your classes? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I can actually bring that up right now, in fact. so I don't need to hear such the... Too bad. So, uh, we, I was just actually going over this, and I was just putting it into the calendar. Show me a low-resolution version of it a little earlier. Uh, so, I have stats Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 to 12. I have Computer Science 2021, which is Machine Architecture and Organization, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 12.15 to 1.15. I have the History of Science Monday, Friday, and Wednesday. Oh, that was it. Uh, okay, good from, job. From 120 to 2 to 30. I have computer science, linear algebra. It's it's computer science and linear algebra at the same time. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I have that at 4 to 5.15 on Mondays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. I have all my discussions uh, on Thursdays. And then I have a free Tuesday every week. That's good. And, I, and that is a really cool feature of the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like having Tuesdays off. Like, that was actually my day off this semester. I had school every day but Tuesday. Yeah, so they gave me the times, but they didn't give me the instructors, so I'll, I'll have to get back to on that one. See, that's going to shuffle. It doesn't. We'll see. Wait, need the instructors or the times? The times. Nope, they don't. We'll see. They don't. Trust me. They don't. I'll make a bet right here How much? and now. 700 hertz. Uh, Got to be more realistic here. 7,000 hertz. How about, how about uh, 40 copper? 40 copper? Yeah. He, get, you remember in Guild Wars 1 you weren't allowed to exchange money? You could. In a roundabout but, way, but... No, you totally could. You could trade for cash. Okay. I, I wonder just, if they're going to limit that. No, I don't think so. About 24 hours into playing the game, we'll be allowed to. Well, see, you couldn't be a, a you know a trial account. Yeah. yeah, and remember when I actually bought it because I'm like, okay, I want to buy it right now. My trial's not over, but I want to actually play this game. And like, you're still too new. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So news. Yeah, news. Um, so, big week last yeah. week. Um, so um, speaking of um, careers and jobs, like, so you know how I'm moving on to my career. Um, but I'm also this semester I was in a lot of Java classes. Yep. Um, and everybody's saying that hey, Java's the best language to pick. And everything, because um, they have a, like right now they're having like a ninety at St. Paul College there's like a ninety-seven um, percent um, placement ranking. Okay. Um, and it's supposed to be like in the Minnesota area, like everybody's got Java programming jobs. And then I read an interesting article from um, this um, guy who made an index thing called the Toby Index. It's um, it ranks computer programming languages mm-hmm. in their popularity. And so basically, I'm like, okay. Wow, Java dropped two percent. C's on the rise. That must mean that C's more popular. But no, I, I looked up how the Toby Index actually works. How does it actually work? It's how many times people had to Google something about it. So in C programming, you realize that there's a lot of things you just can't do. Yeah. So that is why it is the most Googled thing ever. But if that's true, then Java is also pretty much impossible to use. 
Yeah, I mean, it's still 17% of all computer languages. Which means reference. Lisp is probably the best language listed on this. because It's actually it's, 15. Because it's Googled so few times. Yeah, it's uh, ranked Lisp is at 15. Which means nobody has a problem with it. Um, a lot of JavaScript people. Um, JavaScript, C, Objective C. C Sharp, um, Microsoft, PHP, Visual Basic, which is pretty interesting considered considering that Microsoft's trying to kill off Visual Basic, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's really true. But um, if you look at the site, they have a million up arrows that yeah. are supposed to rise really fast. And you see all these, a few programming languages are slowly dropping, mm-hmm. except for one. Which one? Python. It's got double red arrows going downwards. <laughs> oh, I'll look at that. Um, and I think that might be because of that uh, version division. thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy. You know, Perl is going to have that same effect, too, because I think they're doing the same thing to Perl. They they have Perl like 1.7 and Perl 1.8, and the languages are almost essentially different. Yeah. Uh, I remember reading about that two years ago or last year. Mm-hmm. That's um, when I read about it People last just year. wanted to... Um, Fork it and make a new one. Yeah, new, let's call it a new language. But this, I, this Perl is also on the down, just so you know. Yeah, nope, none. Well, have um, you seen what that looks like? It mm-hmm. looks like bird puke. But yeah, so I thought it was kind of interesting, like, just because... I've had some experience with C and mostly Java and a yeah. little bit of Python. Mm-hmm. Um, can I tell you something? No. I've never used Visual Basics. I've seen code and I've seen stuff, but I just never really cared about it. Well, it's a Microsoft thing. You have to use Visual Studio. I, I tinkered with it back in the day when I was Putnam at but my middle school. Putnam's the only person I know who uses it. Well, he didn't use Visual Basic. He used just Basic. Mine was at ah. least Visual. I think he moved on to Visual. Okay. Um, I'll ask. Actually, no, I'm not going back there anytime soon. Good choice. Um, I think it's yeah. funny that they include SQL as a language. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it just single. It's always bundled with PHP and stuff. Well, no, but I mean, it's funny. Like SQL is a programming language because this is what this is, right? It's a list of programming languages. But yeah. SQL is a query language. I mean, you use it to fetch data. It's not really a programming language per se. It's almost as if it's like JavaScript. Well, no, I mean, it's almost as if it's like HTML. It's just a method of fetching data. It's not like, you know, anything fancy. Hmm. I don't know. Look at number 18, too. 18. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe some SQLs are different than what I'm used to with my SQL, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, there's so many in the first in the top twenty. I've heard of um almost every language in there, but if you look at languages from twenty one to fifty, um, well, and I've you heard look at of those percentages too. Look at the percentages. Yeah. That's relatively unused. Um, besides Colbo and Assembly, I haven't and Fortran. I've never heard of any other of these languages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of funny to look at all of them. But so I don't know how it's, this indexing thing isn't actually accurate um, in the sense of what people are programming in. It's just what people are looking up. Well, I mean, if they're program, if they're looking it up, they are programming in it. Probably. But I, I thought it was the data collection would be in a little better way. I think that's a pretty um, pretty cheap and efficient way to do it. Yeah, I'm really surprised that Google is letting them that. But it's not just from Google. Um, give me one second. Um, Apparently, they get stuff from Google, Google Blogs, MSN, Yahoo, Wikipedia, and YouTube. Because hmm. have you seen those stupid YouTube videos? Yeah. I can't believe people make those. Well, um, they're so just ridiculous. Why not? They're useless for some people. Hey, I'm going to make a terrible video, and I'm not even going to screen capture. I'm just going to talk about it. Well, the, my favorite videos that are absolutely terrible is when they don't even have audio. They they code, and then they go back to Notepad to type out what they wanted to say. Well, they're just coming it out. They didn't think about that. 
I mean, that's actually how I learned best with coming it out source code oh, that yeah, explains absolutely. what happens. Yeah. Um, well, it was supposed to be an interactive video, but with no audio, it's hard to be interactive. Do you know what was amazing? Can't tell. That JS Fiddle thing you showed me. Oh, yeah. That was still, yeah. interactive in this at its best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, JS Fiddle uh, was originally the Moo Shell, but uh, the guy, um, Peter, I think his name is, uh, he uh, changed it so that it could be just about any um, you know live JavaScript framework. Yeah, expandability is good. Yeah. Um, so now it supports jQuery, YUI, Prototype, Dojo, Glow. Node.js, um, ext, yeah. everything. I mean, it's just the best way to show somebody how to do stuff, right? And so there, are, you know, there are four little panes: one's for HTML, one's for CSS, one's for JavaScript, and then you hit run, and you get the result. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's a really great thing to play with if you're curious about code. Yeah. So, you hear anything cool this week? You know, I did hear some interesting things. One of those was uh, this little thing that's been rumored for years called Google Drive. Google Drive. You know. We all use Dropbox here. Mm-hmm. I know Sam uses it. Where Sam and I are uh, Dropboxing files all the time for the logo design of the Nexus, and you know it works great. One of the things Google hasn't provided so far is a way to uh, share files with yourself on multiple computers. You know, have like a cloud storage kind of solution. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, last year Amazon came out with their big music thing and their big Drive thing, but it wasn't. You know, they they never had like a client side tool to upload stuff. It was always mm-hmm. just through the website. Yeah. Uh, Dropbox has been the leader in this. Mm-hmm. Well, at the beginning of the leak, Dropbox on Sunday introduced links to all files, so then Dropbox, you could just get a link to any file. You know how you always had to put stuff in that public folder to share it with someone? Mm-hmm. Well, now you can just do it for any folder, any file in your cool. Dropbox folder. That's nice. Uh, and then on Monday, Microsoft released an expanded and updated version of uh I don't even know what it's called because that's how well I use it. SkyDrive? SkyDrive. That's what it's called. I was thinking like Live Drive or something. <laughs> no. Wrong. Dead thing. Drive. So SkyDrive. So they, they increased the storage and all sorts of stuff happened. Uh, it's good stuff. Well, then on Tuesday, Google Drive comes out. <laughs> uh, uh, and, you know, it. it uh, all of 20 people care. Yeah. And so do you know what the features are? It removes Google Docs from you? Yeah, that's the biggest feature. So your your Docs button in Nav goes away and it's replaced with Drive. So now when I'm in a when I'm in a high school teaching for community ed Google Drive uh, Google Docs, I can't say that anymore because it's going to be Drive now. Well, I have a I have a chart here with no blanks and no question marks. Hmm, that's uh sounds pretty cursed. <laughs> so I have a comparison chart, and so here we go. So free storage. Uh, so for Drive, you can get 5 gigabytes for free. Okay. And as a part of this bonus, they have increased your Gmail storage up to 10. What's it at for right now? It's at 10 now. It re- it previous, it pre- previous to Tuesday, it was at 7.5-ish. Okay. Um, Microsoft SkyDrive gives you 7 mm-hmm. gigabytes for free, and Dropbox only gives you 2 for free initially, but you can increase that up to 32 with free refer- with the referral button thing. So they're doing referrals too? Uh, Dropbox. Oh, I thought you said Skydrive. So, so okay. two, yeah, two yeah, gigabytes yeah. for Dropbox. So Google's ahead in storage at least. Uh, and the and the pricing is much more competitive for Google, I believe. So $99 per year f- on Dropbox for 50 gigabytes or 25 uh, gigabytes for 249 per month, which would be about $36 per year. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, um, and then the minimum file size on Google is 10 gigabytes. The minimum file size on Dropbox is 300. The the uh, Google Drive only doesn't have a, a desktop uploading tool for Linux. Dropbox does. But okay. then, you know, who uses yeah. Linux, right? Yeah. I thought I was going to get some argument there. You don't, it's coming. Okay. As soon as you finish your thing, I'm going to interject some Ubuntu 1. Uh, um, uh, but in here was, here is my problem. The reason I didn't like this, I was all ready for, for the big switch. I'm mm-hmm. totally fine with it. So then I, I, I have this thing called two-factor authentication. I th- yes, you showed me this. And I love my two-factor authentication. It, it works great. So I use my phone. I get a little code generated every minute. Mm-hmm. And I have to type it in to authenticate that I actually am who I say I am. Because I, I know something and I have something. That's two-factor. Well, it turns out turns out that Google Drive does not accept that method of authentication. So they want you to enter your raw, regular password. And you can't do anything else. So coming from somebody who has no idea what that is... How do you find your actual password? Because you don't know your Gmail password. Well, do you? I do know it. It, 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 isn't, it isn't LastPass, my storage password solution. But here's the thing. How is that secure? It's That's not. how. Yeah, exactly. So what I did promptly was I uninstalled it and moved on with my life. But that curse is still with you, isn't it? What? The, the drive has replaced your document still, right? I'm, well, on the, yeah, it is. But yeah. it's not going to be haunting my Mac, so it's okay. One of the reasons, one of the things I was concerned about is if I had, like, if I don't switch immediately from Dropbox to Google Drive, they'd both be running in the background, sapping battery life. Yeah. Um, so, have you ever used Ubuntu 1? I've never used it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. So, basically, it's um, built in with Ubuntu. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as you, you as soon as you install Ubuntu, you link your an account to it, and um, you instantly get 5 gigabytes of storage free. It's actually quite fast and nice. Um, and for two ninety nine a month, you can have twenty gigs. That's pretty um, reasonable. And thirty a year. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Um, I've used it for some document sharings. Um, the largest file I've ever had to transfer was about two hundred fifty megabytes, and so I don't know mm-hmm. um, what the actual maximum was, like in other statistics. But I do know it's really good, and it's just built in with the Ubuntu operating system. So I remember you telling me a few couple of months ago that they were going to turn it off. At some point? That was at the changing of the year. That uh, was at January. What and changed? I don't know. <laughs> They're like, dear sir, we regret to inform you that Ubuntu 1 is going away. And they, I got these emails and all these other things saying it's going to be deactivated. And all of a sudden I got this email the other day like saying, or in like January 15th, saying, bye now! Um, new new options. Um, the music streaming. You know they added a store. Yep. Um, so they're promoting the store. They're they have their own a, app store. Yeah, That's for so the sorry. free stuff. It's, it's all it's got a bunch of music stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's so far it's been pretty good. And so do you know what I've heard? No, I don't. On uh, Google's blog thing, they say that uh, you know that Chrome OS thing. Chrome OS. Yeah, you know I haven't heard a lot about that. Well, there's nothing to say. Um, Basically, they're taking that Google Drive that nobody likes, and they're slapping it to the operating system. It's not system. that nobody likes it. It's just that nobody's going to know about it. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't like this when this happens. I don't oh. like this when this happens. So, speaking of, like like how I claim nobody's going to know about it, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. So, I was teaching a community ed- education class tonight. Um, it was uh, how to set up an email account for Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um. And we said this. We're going to set up an email account with Gmail tonight. Mm-hmm. So let me give everybody the URL, and they go there, and I start filling the stuff out. So they get to that initial screen when you have an empty inbox with those three emails from Google Team. 
that oh, just yeah, say, yeah. you know, welcome to Gmail, welcome to Google Buzz, One, and, and, welcome to Buzz, yeah. those three things. And then the person says, this is from Google? Hmm. Like, they see the little Google icon up in the corner, and it's like, they just, they just, it suddenly just, they just get it. Like, they didn't know it had anything to do with Google until they saw that, the word Google up in the corner. Okay. That's pretty classy. Yeah. But, I just thought that was funny. Because nobody understands, like, Google Drive? Well, what's that? Nobody's going to know what that means. Mm-hmm. But, but it's kind of a... When it's built into the... Op- like, it's like with Ubuntu 1, everybody knows Ubuntu 1. Because people who use Linux need to know everything that's happening on their machine at all times. Well, you know, um, when you're a Chrome OS user, I don't think you're going to be a regular yeah, that's consumer. exactly. I mean, um, I mean you're, pre- so you're pretty much a great pro. for the background. Well, I don't think so, because... I, 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 most people don't even know how to use a save menu as it is. But if you don't have to ever save anything, it's okay. Well, you do have to save stuff. So what they said is they're going to make the save dialogues just simply redirect you to your Google Drive. Oh. Hmm. So you still get to see a dialogue. It, uh, I think more things should be auto-saving, but it doesn't matter that much. Yeah, I mean, Google Docs is. Um, I never have to ever right. worry about doing that. But I think like if you right-click on something on your Google laptop, your Chrome OS laptop, and you hit Save As, that's where it'll go. Yeah. You know... I like it buying products to review and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, I love just buying things and then we discuss how stupid it is and how it needs to be more revolutionary and or resolutionary. And then I write 2,000 words on it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to go buy a Chromebook. Yeah, I wouldn't really want to either. They're not... way overpriced and they're not good. They're overpriced right now, I agree. Um, I, I did have one in a VM for a while. Yeah. Um, and then I destroyed that computer. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Um, but so I, I, I think it's going to be... I don't know. I just I know Ubuntu's um, kind of crazy right now with some of their ridiculous schemes. Um, we'll get we'll get to that later in the show. Um, I haven't talked about Linux in a while. Yeah. Well, why don't you talk about Steam for Linux? Why don't you talk about that? Oh yeah. So do you know how I've been saying stuff? Well, that's more about hardware. Like that. That's um. That was like Nvidia and um, ATI news and stuff, and AMD. But this um, like for the first time. Steam is going to release a download um, for Linux. Really? Yeah. And so um, that's the first step in getting the games. So you have to explain to me how Steam works. So Steam is what? Scheme? Not Steam. Not Scheme. That again, that again. Very different. Steam is when water gets to a point where it starts to boil and then it goes... Really? Uh, JK. No, it's a client for games. Um, It lets you... Um, it's kind of like an app store for games, and um, it, it, it's a little more than that. So, let's say you have the game Team Fortress Two. Okay. Uh, the, it's the best game on that store on that thing right now. Okay. Um, what you do is you give them money, mm-hmm. and then, unlike Best Buy's stupid crap, they send you a CD key right away. Um, okay. Like there is no CD key. Right. The Steam client is, is the, the authentication. Th- right, right. You log into there, you never, ever have to deal with keys. Right. Um, one of the reasons I love Linux so much is you don't have to deal with keys. Unless you're installing Office 2010 on there. Oops. Which actually works really well. That's really um, funny. With that, um, it wasn't Wine, what was it? It was Play on Linux. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, Office 2007 and Office 2010 running flawlessly on my install right. on my desktop. Um, I, I was... Really, 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 really skeptical because nothing ever works on Linux. No, never. Um, you know what's funny? I uh, played Guild Wars on Linux. Really? Guild yeah. Guild Wars 1? Yeah, Guild Wars 1. Yeah. That is kind of funny. Well, let me tell you. Didn't work? Oh, it did work. I got, um, you yeah, know, I was running around in Lion's Arch. Mm-hmm. But um, 
let's just say on that computer, I, you know, it was that little computer up there on the second floor, mm-hmm. on the first floor. Uh, the computer didn't really have a graphics card, and going being emulated in uh, what is it called? Not playing Linux. The other one, Wine. Wine, Wine. Yeah. Being emulated in Wine on a machine with no video card. Let's just <laughs> say there was probably about ten frames per minute. That's that's uh, pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I used to play that with the iPad, but um, that stupid device. DRM all over it, but no. Um, this is a big thing. So, um, so when do we, as you know, Nvidia has done yeah the open sourcing of the, the drivers. Open source driving. So when do we think this uh, Steam for Linux will come out? Well, it's um already out, isn't it? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. It is really um yeah cool. Where can I find it? Um, you can download it from the site in like three months. Really? Yeah. So it's already out. No. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, too many stories. Really? Um, but no, um, but it's kind of... So they're just kind of starting... They declared right? it, they're doing it, and it will be out soon. Okay, that that sounds good. And uh, shut up and be happy. Okay. Or be hit with a microphone. Yeah, yeah, okay. Except so, for none of that's going to happen. So, so do you know what um, WWDC is? Mm, I think it's something important. It has nothing to do with wrestling, because that's what I always think about when I hear it. I think it has something to do with tech. Yeah, something to do with tech. WWDC is the Worldwide Developers Conference hosted Mm -hmm. by Google, uh, allegedly every June. Um, And this year, WWDC sold out in two hours. I heard that. Uh, Last year, I believe it sold out in 12 hours. So the the rate is increasing quite fast. Mm -hmm. So, uh, of course, you know, every big event, Apple sends out invitations, right? Yeah. And here's a picture of the invitation. This time. Colorful. Colorful with a bunch of little rounded squares. Who knows what that means? Nobody knows. Um, They say that uh, this is going to be focusing on the future of macOS X and iOS. Hmm. So presumably this means something good. Uh, You know, like, uh, I don't know, something about iOS 6. Maybe the next maybe more information like a really big feature of um mountain lion you know something like that yeah we can only hope you know anything else about this um no that's uh your google would would you like to pay sixteen hundred dollars to go to uh this no but lever planet is free and we can go uh okay no i think we missed lever lever planet really what is lever oh oh that oh I'm okay with missing that. It was like four days ago. They made a change this year. Uh, Before you had to be older than 13 years old. Now you just have to be older than 13 years old, but you can go without a parent this time. Oh, pretty fancy. Uh, Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's a good thing to have this this conference. I think they can have about 5,000 people in it, uh, and then that's that's their limit. And it's sold out. It's small, isn't it? Yeah, but think is, about... Is it like a three-week... Like, isn't it like a long thing, or is it just one weekend? I think it's about th- four days. Four days? Like, there's okay. keynote day for one, day one, and then the next four days are stuff. Okay, because uh, what was that other thing a few months ago? Like, it was just like two weeks of released tablets. Um, Which one? Oh, what was it? I'm blanking out. What was that last big tech conference? Or not tech conference, but showcase. CES? Yes, yes, like 100 people. I think like, that's just a week also. I thought it was a little longer. Like, people could just showcase things all... Well, okay, so I guess it did go longer than a week, but CES itself is a week, but a lot of the companies 
do presentations at the venue before it opens for CES yeah. on their own. So it's like not even a part of CES. It's just you know separate. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So they're going to feature 100 technical sessions presented by Apple engineers, 100 hands-on labs staffed by thousands of Apple engineers, providing developers with code-level assistance. Uh, they're going to make the videos of those sessions available within two weeks, allegedly, of the uh, conference. So people that couldn't go can also still get some some insight onto what the Apple engineers think you should do. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. The only downside, of course, is you can't ask them questions. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so that's WWDC selling out in two hours. Speaking of WDC, Google I.O. is just a few weeks after this. Yeah, so tell me about that. I think it's your first time trying this. Um, no, Google I/O was pushed back. It usually is in early May or late April, but this year they pushed it back because of nobody knows why, but presumably because something happened. Mm, yes. Uh, who knows what happens with WWDC and how it sells out in two hours versus Google I/O also selling out in two hours is because WWDC can have more people, but the problem is. Uh, Google gives the employees invites to give other people, okay, yeah. and they don't have to pay. Like, yeah. Google doesn't care about the money. What do they care? Yeah, they just get some more. Yeah, and it's like, oh, look, I'm here at, uh, yeah, I'm here at I.O. I have to Google something. Oh, look, an ad. Let me click on it. Who does know. that? I do, not me. Who clicks on ads? Um, no idea. Yeah. Hopefully CEOs of Oracle. You know, let's talk about Oracle because they they've, they've been in the news way too much and I think yeah. they I think we need a, I think they need some advertising to get their image back. Mhm. Just give me a second. I need to transform. Okay, I am now a lawyer man. Oh, lawyer man's back. Lawyer man's back and he says loy. Um so um basically I'm 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 not going to do that voice. I can't do that today. Um so, do you know how this trial that's been pending for a while, everybody knows about it because it's super awesome and is relevant to everybody's life? Yeah. It's going to be... You know, I don't think that's true. Oh, you think it... Either, even if this coin... Uh, this, so, coin? Just, I was going to say, like, even if you flip this coin up and heads like Google wins, tails... Go- you know, either- Oracle loses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, either way, I think it's the same. Um, this isn't going to affect anybody. No, well, but just- tell us about what it is. Um, basically, Oracle's spewing at Google saying, you can't use our runtime, and so Java, Java's ours, you can't use it, but please use Java. So, tell me about this patent problem. Well, apparently, Oracle has some patents on Java. Okay, that sounds reasonable. They made Java. And well, the company they bought made Java, so that seems reasonable. And everybody knows that when you have a year to prepare for a case... Your lawyers are supposed to have it down to a science. They know every argument they're going to make, and they have everything planned out. That seems pretty reasonable. And they know to brief their own CEO on the legality of them owning Java. You know, and so when they don't, so when a couple of weeks ago, when the CEO um, went up on stage and said, "I don't know, how am I supposed to know if Java's free or not?" Um, that's not supposed to happen. Well, but here's what I think. Of, I can I can kind of defend him in that regard. He bought the company that made Java. He, why should he know? It's not his deal. But he shouldn't get on stand then. On the, yeah, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have been on stand. On the other hand, since he was on stand, it is his problem now. Yes. Um, point is, they're supposed to have this case set. Um, 
the judge ordered settlement talks right before the case, um, all these other things. And like, no, we have a case. We have a case. It's a good case. We're going to win this. And now they're saying, hey, guess what? We just reviewed our evidence, and um, we think we want to include these patents. They, they violated these. And so they, so they they had a suit, and then they want to add more to it? Yes, they wow. filed, and you know how it takes like six weeks after you right. file to do all that stuff? Right. Um, that way the judge can like kind of review and do the stuff to see if it's actually worth hearing. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, they can dismiss these cases as rubbish, just because they are rubbish. Um, but no, this one actually seemed to have some degree of merit. But no, the judge said, no, you cannot throw some more patents at me. Um, behave, play nicely with Google, and shut up. But no, it's there. Is it going to roll on for another month? That that is so just ridiculous. I yeah. I I just can't believe it. There's already been 14 days since the first initial trial date, um, and uh, there's no no sign that it's going to stop. They're they're trying to make this trial go as long as possible. I wonder what 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 is the resolution for this? I don't know. So, in your opinion, who's right? I think. There is no case, so it's kind of hard to say what's right or okay. wrong. Okay, is Java free? Yes. Okay, so what does that mean? It means Google can do whatever they want. Okay, so what if uh, the VM isn't free, the JVM? Then make your own. Well, they did that. Wow, how convenient. Yes. I think that's, that is that is my opinion, too. Uh, if you're going to make a language and then you're going to make a, a runtime for it, you can have your runtime, and if we make our own runtime, then you're not involved. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, what I've read more recently is that before Oracle bought Sun, some of the Java engineers that made Java initially kind of just quit and then went to work at Google. Ah. And it's like, oh, we kind of know how Java works and we kind of know how the runtime works. So if we put those two things together, we can make our own runtime that is identical but not the same. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. That sounds fishy. I don't know if that's totally true yet. That, that hasn't really been discussed in court yet, and we'll get more out of that later. Mm-hmm. Probably for next week. Yeah, because they've never mind that, like, you know how there's the um, runtime and then the open runtime. Well, yeah, and... so, like, when you install Ubuntu, you always install that open JDK 6 or 7 or yeah. whatever. And, and then, um. They I, never cared about that. They, they don't mind. And, they... like, um, like, you know how there's Solaris? Yeah. And then there's open Solaris. Right. Like, never install that on your computer. Long you know, story, but just, don't. Just so you know, I would never do that. Good job. Good job. Don't, mm-hmm. don't install that. Mm hmm. Um. That was the worst week of my life. So, there, there's something about uh, this uh, Nintendo. Do you, know, do you know what a Nintendo is? I have a, pedig- a family pedigree of every device. Pedigree? Yeah, I don't know what that word is. Well, it's I'm lineage. A, yes. Is that better? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes, I got an NES. I, I got the entire Nintendo line up until the new Wii X crap face and then um, the DS touchscreen thing. Or right. 3D. 3DS. Yeah, um, I, I stopped caring. They just got ridiculous. So it turns out... Turns out? Turns out? <laughs> turns out that Google lost... Google? I mean Nintendo. They end in... Oh, no, they Good didn't. job. <laughs> no, it turns out Nintendo lost, apparently for the first time ever, half a billion dollars of lost profit. Mm, have they ever lost a billion in one? Nope. They've never lost that much money in a single year. Uh, or lost any in a year before. This is wow. the first time they've ever lost. And Taking lessons from Best Buy. So here's what uh, the, the cause is attributed to. It is attributed to a poor response to the 3DS. Imagine that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when I turn my 3D off, I turn your money off. 
<laughs> Good work, Dave. And then it's also attributed to an old uh, Wii console setup. So the the Wii isn't maintaining standards or you know amount enough mm-hmm. you know new stuff to generate money. And uh, you know I think this is true. What do you think uh, uh, Nintendo's future is in your term? Well, like you said, I, I know we talked about this a little midweek. Um, if I see another Zelda game, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I know you're getting sick of Mario. Um, yeah, you know, I think I think one of the problems with Nintendo right now is that they they can't... Gamers, like, everybody loves Mario. Everybody loves Star Fox. Everybody loves those Zelda yeah. games. But they can't make every single system revolve around the same set of eight characters indefinitely. They have to, at some point, make a new franchise... I mean, Pokemon is a you know a staple, right? Mm-hmm. But along with your staples, you have to have new stuff every generation, or you know every so often, yeah. in order to make new people come in. You know, like mm-hmm. among Halo for Xbox, there are other games like something. I don't know. I don't do Xbox stuff, so I don't know. But I, I know there are other games yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Tons of other games. Mm-hmm. But Halo, of course, is the staple for each generation of Xbox. Everybody knows that. That's how it is. But they don't just have Halo. Nintendo needs to either spread out. The existing franchises they have, so they need to spread out their Pokemon to other platforms like iOS, mm-hmm. make some money there, or they need to make new uh, characters and new ideas on their own system. Yeah. Or just go a unique way about doing something. Well, that's what I'm saying. They like need to make something new. Mario, just, like, maybe you play the whole game as Bowser and you have to go rescue Mario for a change or something. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, I know there was one game kind of like that. What was it? A Super Mario RPG. It was for the Super Nintendo. Mm, that was a long time um, ago. Yeah, Super um, Nintendo. It was a. You would have loved it. It was a role-playing uh, Mario game. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. That sounds a lot like Paper Mario. No, it has nothing to do with Paper Mario. Well, I know it doesn't have anything to do with it. Paper Mario is very RPG-like. Mm. You ever play um, Mario and Luigi Bean Saga? Mm-hmm. Um, it was also a RPG game, mm. but like you pressed A to jump over the burning thing, so it was like some platform essence to the RPG. Um, it was kind of cool. Yes. So Nintendo sold 13 million 3DS units. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. Like I'm guessing that it's this quarter, mm-hmm. but I don't really know how that makes sense. Um, 13 million units in a quarter is pretty good if that's what it means. Maybe uh, it's since it came out. Hmm. Yeah, that that sounds pretty fishy compared to the 80 million original DS units. So. Yeah. I'm just saying that the 3DS was underwhelming because does it seem like, you know, you had your original DS, two years later you had your DS Lite, two years later you had your DSi, and then a year and a half later you had your 3DS. Mm-hmm. It was too soon and not big enough of an improvement. It's not just that because as soon as it came out, everybody knew that you're going to lose your eyes, you're going to lose your battery, you're going to lose well, Everybody just turned it off and they turned off the money. But that's the thing. If you're just going to turn it off right away, what's the point of having it? Right, exactly. And do you know what the point of having it is? I don't know. I love that new left... Um, instead of the arrow keys, you have that little wheel The thing. little button, yeah. Oh, that, that just feels kind of nice. It, it, it looks really nice. One of the things I hear, though, is that the 3DS can do Netflix. But, of course, so can your cell phone. So why bother? Yeah, let's say... Yeah. Um, who's going to... You can't sit down and watch a family movie with that. Well, and then, you know, people who get you know these little handheld portables, they, the argument is that, well, kids are, shouldn't have a cell phone yet. They're kids. Well, then they don't really need Netflix either, do they? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think that uh, Nintendo is doing too well right now, and I think they need to seriously either expand or innovate. 
What do you think about the new Wii U that's coming up? Is it the Wii that's just painted black? No, they already have that. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I haven't really looked at that much into it because... Well, uh, I, to be honest, they haven't said that much about it. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of a thing. Uh, so allegedly, it's going to support this tablet thing. Did you see that? No, I did not. So they're, they have, they're going in this DS model, so they're going to have uh, the screen on the TV. That's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. But then some player among your friends is going to have this tablet, and the tablet will allow them to see things that you don't. And then something. Hmm. Ever played Mario Party? I don't like Mario Party, but I did play once. Ever played Mario Party for DS? No. Um, the game was kind of cool because you know, it's revolving around mini games. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's just such a cool thing to have everybody ha- playing the same mini game, but one person's fighting the three of them. Hmm. So like, sometimes it's one versus three. Sometimes and that's it's two that, versus that's three. that all over Wi-Fi or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but. How much is that going to cost to have one person get a tablet and then... Well, that's that's a big question. The thing is, the DS is the same. All the DSs are the same. So that's one big question. So the tablet only... The console only can do one tablet at a time, so not everybody can even have their own. And then the next question is, what does that do to potential... Um, the, the motion controls? So is, is Nintendo moving away now again from the motion controls? Or are they going to maintain that still? It, it, a lot of weird stuff going on there. They've invested so much to it, I'll be surprised if they turn back from motion Have they really invested that much into it? Like $30 for a hollow piece of plastic. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like an investment. Just like a smart cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, what else do you know? Um, I also know that, um, do you know that uh, Foxconn place in China? Yeah, I've heard of Foxconn. Well, now we're going to Brazil. What? Oh, um, there's an arrow there. Okay. we got to stop and talk about this. Okay. So, it's a well-known fact that if you put a colon followed by a parenthesis, it turns into a smiley face. Does it? Or depending on the directions of the parentheses, it turns into a sad face. A winking. Wait, colon? Okay. Yes, colon. I thought you said semicolon. My mistake. My line ended. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, apparently... If you put two dashes and a uh, less than sign, is that greater? That's a greater think, than. I'd say that's greater. Uh, you get an arrow. Okay, what's wrong with that? And when you are editing somebody else's show notes section, and you just slap an arrow in there, pointing to Brazil, it's supposed to be enough for somebody to figure out what the story's about. Well, mostly because you should read the story, and then second of all... But I didn't see the link. I just saw Brazil that way. And I'm just like, okay, Brazil's that way. Second of all, second of all, I was under the impression that Brazil wasn't a country. See, I was running that under that um, pretense too, but then it just evolved my understanding. Wow. Because I, I read this article so, about so, how their workers are striking. Oh, they're striking. Kind they're of they're like, threatening to strike. Kind of like the workers in uh, you know China. So imagine yeah. that. Um, and so uh, it seems Why to are be... they striking? They're striking for better work conditions. Really? Work conditions again, yeah. huh? And their lack of water. Lack of water. They're not getting watered enough. They're not getting watered enough. Really? And their buses are poor. They have lousy food, and they don't get water. Apparently, Tim Cook said that Apple is not planning on building retail stores in Brazil anytime in the near future. Hmm. What's that? Doesn't say, but that's what he said. Hmm. You know what's going to happen? Can't tell. 
somebody's going to say that they saw him walking around there. <laughs> and then the whole world's going to be in outrage. Like, oh, he's, he's actually out and about in the world. And then we're going to find out, no, he didn't. That was just a cardboard cutout. It was just a cardboard <laughs> cutout. You know, I need a cardboard cutout of him now. <laughs> you know, it's not that hard to get. Yeah, do you think it would cost a lot of money, though? No, you could, you could, no, I don't think so. No, it'd be really easy. You could do it yourself. You go to, like, a Kinko's or something, you just get a good picture of him, you make him print a huge poster, like, you know, 10-foot poster, mm-hmm. and then you just go get your cardboard and just cut it out yourself. How much do you think it's going to cost? Like, you know how my stakes for my trollings... Um, well, I mean, it could cost 50 bucks, but I mean, it's not, like, <sighs> I mean, it's not like, not like exorbitantly expensive. I mean, if you got it like professionally made but and laminated, it could is, cost 200. For my little fantasy I just had, I want at least 35 of them. Like just enough to go down summit and just leave a cook in each yard. You know, I don't think that's a good idea. Maybe I can get a double wide cutout for Gabe Newell. Ah, him. Yeah. He's watching you, you know. I know, I know. Okay, so. What do you know about uh, Facebook's patent troll? Do you know about them? Okay. It's a little company called Yahoo. Yes. you want to talk about that? No. It's ridiculous to follow. I, th- I was happy to... See, Oracle and Google is something I can follow. Because Why? it's just such a clear dynamic. Because one company's great, the other company's great, but has no ownership. I was going to say, which one? Google's great, Oracle's great, except for when they're doing their Java stuff. Mm. Um remember when we talked about some of their new stuff they did with their databases and their yeah, servers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're a fantastic company. I, I still think it was a poor choice for them to merge Sun into it. They should have spun Sun, the, the Java part of Sun, off. <sighs> they need to keep something around. Yeah, they needed, but... They needed a... But if it's open, then it shouldn't be there. Yeah, I suppose. So talk about Yahoo and Facebook. But see, that's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Neither of them, I think, are real. See, both are real, just like Brazil and Sweden. <laughs> okay. So, go ahead. Um, momentarily. Um, by the way, I don't use either of these products. So, have you ever clicked on a show note and ended up in Texas? You know, actually, I did do that once. I think... <laughs> so, we're talking about the Yahoo legal battle with Facebook, right? Yes, the, the article that says Yahoo's five counter-counter claims against Facebook. Number one, throw out retaliatory patents. That article. Yes, I agree we're talking about that, but why does the thing go to Texas? What are you talking about? Well, that's another story. Come on, stop doing that. Oh, that, that, that thing. Why don't you talk about it? Why don't you talk about it? Because I'm you're a lawyer man. Mm-hmm. Lawyer man, just, I, I heard that... Um, He's about to sue you for trying to incriminate his character by making up companies' names. Because they're legally registered on uh, the Dow Jones Industrial? Lawyer man says he's not at home. Oh, okay. Well, it turns out that Yahoo... Turns out. Yeah, it turns out. turns out that Yahoo apparently has a patent on generating reports based on groups of ads. Oh. And you know what company happens to do that same thing? Facebook? Facebook. Mm-hmm. Turns out that Yahoo has a little thing patented that allows the types of advertisements to be mass edited. How do you patent mass editing of advertisements? Being first? Apparently, because you know, it turns out that Facebook does that same thing for their advertisers also. Doesn't everybody? 
much. Google, um, I mean, everybody's got to do that somehow. Well, that was kind of a simplifi- simplified explanation, but it's pretty much the same kind of thing. Uh, you, you can't, I don't know, you shouldn't be able to patent this kind of stuff. So here's, here's the wording from the uh, patent. For system and method to determine the validity and of interaction of a network, which essentially means accessing whether an ad click is fraudulent by looking at the clicks per IP address, clicks in a given period, and other factors. So it's that, that mass editing thing, and it's this anti-fraud patent that apparently Yahoo infringes upon. And if this is the case, then Yahoo is totally going to have to go over Google next because Google totally does this. And if they don't, then you know they're just trying to get money quick. Which yeah. they are. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Yeah? Do you have any thoughts on this? Do you think it's uh, ridiculous? I think it's ridiculous because neither of them are companies. Okay, just so you know, both are companies. I agree. Neither are companies that I think are relevant or care about. Oh, you'd be incorrect. You on your Facebook. I'm just saying this is tech news. Um, I suppose it is my obligation as a podcaster of awesomeness. Okay, so tell me about Texas. Now that I can talk about. Do you know why? No. Because I have a passion for Amazon. Oh, really? Well, I buy books from them. That is my bookstore. I need them. Without my books, I am nothing. Tell me about the the tax problem in Texas. Well, as you know, a company in the United States... You know, the word taxes and Texas... Look the same? Really, really similar. That is not okay. I know. Um, Either way, so you know, in the United States, um, you don't have to pay taxes if you don't have a shop front. Yes, absolutely. Um, Well... You know how that's normally okay for small businesses? Yeah. Like, there's lots of small online companies. Right, because it would be a nightmare for that business to have to deal with yes. all of the local jurisdictions for tax and state tax and federal tax. Mm-hmm. What if you're a huge, giant company like Amazon? What if I were? Hmm. You know what I would do? I would avoid having a storefront. Yes, you would. And then you'd be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, maybe I generate so much money that... Uh, you know, I'm going to see if I can get that taxed. Well, te- apparently, um, there's some new people in Texas that are trying to find a way to find a way to tax, even though they don't have a storefront. Um, and uh, so they're trying to figure this out. And then guess what happens? Can't tell. Amazon agrees. Like, okay, we'll pay taxes. So I remember a few years ago, Amazon pretty much just flat said flat out that they would totally pay a sales tax. If and only if it was a federal sales tax. They will not pay state and local taxes because it's too much work, because it's too nitpicky. Yeah, because remember they were trying to do that in California? Right. So imagine six levels of taxes. You have your federal tax, you have your state tax, you have your county tax, you have your district tax or whatever. Then you have your local tax, and then you have your city tax. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. That's like seven levels of tax. That was too much. Uh, you know, they're just small percentages, but what they have to do is they have to maintain a database and it has to be accurate of all of this nonsense. Mm-hmm. What, what Amazon would prefer is to simply just pay one to the federal and then the federal government can go and do their reverse tax allocation if they really want this to happen. <laughs> sounds what? funny. Which one? Reverse tax allocation. Oh, that sounds good. I think so. I think that's Implement good. reverse allocation of taxes. But so um so is, so it, they're getting taxed in Texas. Um yeah, possibly going to start as soon as next year. Wow, I'm impressed. So um, when this happened in California, Amazon kind of just pulled out their affiliate program, mm-hmm. and then California lost a bunch of money because then people weren't putting that in their income tax. Mm-hmm. So I wonder why they agreed to the Texas tax. 
Who knows? Um, but uh, by the way, yeah, July first, two thousand twelve. About it. That's when it's starting to collect. Oh, uh, okay. It's not like two months, three months. Whatever. Yeah, same thing. Um, yeah, I, I forgot that it's two thousand twelve. Actually. Okay. Well, speaking of the time, earlier today, I may have. I'm off by a year now, but earlier I was only off by an hour. You know, that's exponential growth, right? Yeah. Um, so now you know what we get to talk about. We get to talk all about Google. I know we talked about Google already. We did but, talk quite a bit about Google. But last week was just inundated with Google News. Just Google News left and right. Yeah. So we talked about uh, one of these things called Google Drive already. But other stuff already happened. Such as Google, and by Google I mean Eric Schmidt, he predicted that Google would have sold 10 million iPad or iPad tablet-like devices powered by Android in 2011 to gain a 33% market share. Does that work? Does it look like it worked? Mm, yeah. That would be no. Mm, yeah. Google is not powering 33% of the tablet market base at all. Yeah. I would Do you know say, what they are? I would say uh, the iPad probably has at least 70 and then the Kindle oh. Fire has 50% of that 30 left. And then silly, silly people have the rest. Lots and lots of silly companies out there. What is that? Like Sony, Asus, Motorola, all of them? Because go back to CES. Um, Tons of them. Hundreds. Like somebody actually went through and listed all like 111. What was that really nice around. one? I think it was the Transformer. Asus Transformer. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, the, um, the keyboard's the battery. And yeah. it's, just, it's just a really cool setup. But, you know, nobody's going to buy it. Yeah, it's because it runs like honeycomb old school. No, it actually it did actually run an ice cream sandwich. Oh, it does now? Yeah, that okay. one did. The one they showed at uh, CES. Well, I guess I was look I was looking at that back in um, whenever school was about to start. Yeah, when you were looking for an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up with one of those. Yeah. And then I ended up with that one. Yeah, so I think that uh, Eric Schmidt's uh, estimate was a little bit off. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, you know uh, that Oracle case? Mm-hmm. Well, a, cool, a lot of cool information is coming out of that Oracle case. Turns out that when Google was setting up Android for the first time, you know, mm-hmm. back in 2007, yeah. Google wanted to partner with the carriers to subsidize your data plan. That would be nice. And they wanted to subsidize, uh, subsidize a 9.99 data plan with T-Mobile. Hmm. Yeah. They don't say how much data that would have been, but, you know. Ten bucks is reasonable. For, but they don't say how much data. It might be like AT and T and give you like two hundred fifty six megabytes. Right, that's what I'm thinking. So it probably wouldn't have really mattered that much. I suppose. Oh, it actually, uh, it actually does say here, fifteen megabytes. Fifteen. Woohoo! Now remember, this wow. was back in two thousand seven, so they didn't know what data consumption would be like then, and they didn't assume that it would just be free and open internet. They were kind of subsidizing their services, mm. which is very anti net neutrality. Ah, who cares about that? Well, you know, just about everyone. Except for the people who don't. Yeah, and get away with it and profit from it. Well, this sounds familiar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the lead Android developer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his name is. Mm-hmm. Turns out to be Jean Bessette Quirot. But it depends on if you speak English or not. <laughs> okay. Uh, he claims that, you know, waiting five months, six months for an Android update, no big deal. That sounds fine. He's fine with that. Mm. He uh, has uh, apparently said that he thinks that because it took five months for Sony to update their their tablet version of Honeycomb to Ice Cream Sandwich, 
he thinks that's perfectly reasonable, as the two Android versions are quite different under the hood. Uh, he also adds differences between uh, gingerbread and ice cream sandwich. Since they're so huge, the differences that you know maybe maybe that's not a big deal. Maybe a year is okay even. Yeah. I think that's pretty funny because you know I I've, I've mentioned how my disdain for the lack of Android updates has been. If my phone actually updated, perhaps it wouldn't suck so much. Mm. It's probably a hardware thing, actually. Yeah. But still, your phone shouldn't just sit idle while updates are coming out, but not for your phone. You know, if Google makes something, you should be using it. Mm-hmm. Ice cream sandwich came out in December. Six months later, I still don't have one. That's pretty bad, isn't it? I'm running two point two. Do you know when two point three came out? Mm, two years ago. Yeah. Two yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. You know how ridiculous that is. Looks pretty nice still. I've changed it significantly. Ah, yeah. looks good though. Yeah, not as cool as Sam's. I don't know what he runs. He, uh, I don't know. I don't know actually. Uh, this week, two interesting Google game-like things came out. There's something called Cube. Cube. Essentially, it's a like uh, I don't know a bunch of Google Maps superimposed onto a cube, and then you know those games where you have like a little table, and then you try to get the marble through the maze and into the hole. Ah, yes, yes. So it's the same yes. thing with this. So you rotate the cube trying to get the bicycle or the car or whatever to follow the roads to the marker or destination from some point. I'd love to play that game while driving. <laughs> That's kind of funny. They also released something called Zerg Attack, or Zerg Rush, I mean. Zerg Rush. So if you Google right now, if you Google this right now, Zerg Rush, you put this in your Google bar and you hit the Google, you'll start a bunch of O's starting to fall. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to click on the O's to destroy them before they eat the Google page. Hmm. Really? Is this happening for you? Yes, yes. So how do I play this? You, you click on the O's. Click. Whoa, click. whoa, just to search the search query. Or the, 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 I'm letting it, it's just passing through all the searches. Don't let them eat them. They're going to oh, eat them. Oh, they're coming from the right? They come from everywhere. You're going to get... Oh, you, no, 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 no. Spew. Stop. Oh, I'm losing. Oh no 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 no! I was I was, I was trying to do homework here, officer. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Well, okay. See, I'm playing this game while driving. That's, uh, that's going to be my plan. Okay. Well, so this is called Zerg Rush, and that's uh, pretty fancy. How how are they doing this? Well, I don't even know. Uh, honestly, I, I I can't even begin to comprehend the technical stuff. Actually, it's kind of cool. Uh, element by point is one of the methods they used to do it. Apparently, yeah, so uh, I let I let all the things get destroyed, and now they're moved onto your face. You see, you're the only person I know who uses Google+. Ah, uh, I see. And so <laughs> all funny. the search results... Did it really eat my face? Yeah, it's about to. Um, every time I search for anything, because you're the only person who ever uses Google+, it's like four personal results. Nice. From well, so then at the end of the game, it says, good game. That's kind of funny. Uh, is it right now, it's just making it a GG. Yeah, good game. Could mean go duck. Or go goo. <laughs> I'm thinking of DuckDuckGo right now. I know, I know. Wrong search engine. Try again. So this is this goes along with their other things like Tilt. So if you type into the if you type in Tilt to your uh, mm-hmm. your uh, browser thing, uh, you get uh, a tilted page. Or if you do like barrel roll, I think. Oh, that one was funny. It's like, just it's just a little animation. So yeah. I I typed in barrel rule. Hmm, barrel rule. Wow, I I failed. Miserably. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So those are the two uh, fun things. So I went to DuckDuckGo. Sarah Rush came up with some news. 
but um, about Google's regression. Yes. Yeah. Let me um, see how that makes sense. There are no sense. O's. There are no ducks flapping. Let me go. Let me go see that duck. Hold on. I think uh, I think I know what's going to come. It's going to come. A statement's going to come from you. Man, I could pet that duck all day. Yes. I don't know how many times I've heard you say that. <laughs> it's so much fun to say. Uh, anyway, let's let's t- yeah. do some lightning. Yes. Um, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, we'll, I'll let you do your little lightning. And then I'll go on my rant. What's your rant? I'm exploding today, by the way. On? Ubuntu. I was oh. praising it throughout the show, but now I'm just going to... Well, let's, let's do your rant first, and then we'll get the lightning after. Mm-hmm. Dear world, I am Matthew. I use Ubuntu. I am a human. I enjoy Ubuntu. I use Ubuntu 10.04. It is awesome. It has been proven to work. It is practical. And for the last two years, it has been the most precise operating system I have ever used. Now, Ubuntu 12.04. Proven, practical, and precise. No. Um, uh, basically, so you're familiar with Unity. The thing you like for some reason... Eyes are piercing through you. Yeah, I, 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 it's not that I like it, I just don't hate it. Um, basically, um, they had a beautiful, loving relationship with Gnome. Then they decided, hey, I don't like Gnome. And then they made a really buggy thing, and it was really awful and nasty. And then they fixed it. Um, apparently, the world view is that Unity is awesome, and that it has come back and is awesome. But every window on my screen needs to have an X on it. I need to be able to close my applications quickly. Um, I thought they had X's. They have X's, where like you know where the file oh, menu right, stuff is. Right. No, that is gone. That is where the X's are. I cannot live with that. Um, and there's many other fundamental reasons why. I ha- so, can I tell you something? Yeah. What was the last statement I just made? I don't know. That I like my X's on each of my windows. What's wrong with that? Well, do you know where my show notes were? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I may have just closed everything. But, can I tell you something? No. In Windows, which is the current operating system I'm using, because I, I need Cisco Packet Tracer to work on my uh, thing so I can do my labs. Um, nice thing about Opera is it restores. Um, but basically, um, yeah, I don't like Unity. But I will, I haven't, because of Guild Wars, it, it came out Friday, mm-hmm. um, and because of Guild Wars, which also coincidentally came out Friday. Was it Ubuntu.com or? or Ubuntu.com. Okay. .com. Um, it's, their whole thing is that it's proven, practical, and precise. And so I went there on Friday. Friday night, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm waiting for Best Buy to come through for me. I'm just going to download Ubuntu. I can do this. I have time. And then... I was going to have um, Microsoft's voice thing read this for me because it's really long. But basically... Um, I put a picture in I the show this... notes for you. Okay, thank you. I will find this where... They're not there yet. Oh, okay. Good job there. But let me get in there. Thank you. Um, MySQL error, um, something, 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 something. Everything has failed and exploded. You may not download at this time. So Friday, it wasn't like, do you know sometimes when things are really awesome and new, it just the server times out and it gets too awesome? Yeah. Um, not what happened. Page loaded just fine. Warning. My SQL server has gone away. Query, 
Select data created, headers, expirer, serialized from cache views, where sit equals views, underscore data colon on in, slash srv, slash drupal dash six dot x, slash includes, slash cache dot inc, on line 25. Droid. Um, yeah, unless it's a, like a 6x speed, we'll never get through this. No, I'm not, um, I didn't do the whole thing, I only did one paragraph. Basically, this proven precise thing is um, not very... I just I just thought that was a great omen. Like, the first time I went to hit the download button, just spewing errors. So, to put this into uh, perspective, our show notes for this po- podcast are two pages on Google Docs. I don't know how many lines that is, but whatever. This Google air- Docs doesn't do page numbers, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> they, do have, they have page separators, but nothing else. So, the air that you got... Apparently, is like 14 pages long yeah. on Google Docs at font size 11 Arial. Pretty funny. Yeah. Sounds pretty proven. Mm-hmm. Pretty precise. I went back there in about a half hour and it was fixed. I know, but I'm just uh, saying. But that was just Oops. such... It's even better than when Oracle said, um, I don't know, how could I know if Java's free or not? It's just, it's proven, practical, precise, it is working, and then this spew. Denied. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's uh, pretty tough. But so so I, I will, honestly, I'll give it a try. Um, school's just about over for me. I don't need the packet tracer running quite yet. Right. I have I have Windows on my desktop. I'll find a way. This this laptop will be running Ubuntu. Wait, it needs to be my Guild War machine, but I don't care. I'll find wine. I don't know if that'll work. I don't, I don't think it's going to work that well. Well, it worked for you. Ten frames is enough. No. Uh, anyway, so why don't we do some lightning? Yes, let the lightning rain. Okay. So, Chrome has apparently become the most used browser. In what areas? All? The internet in North America. Okay, that's pretty fancy. You think this is true? Because I think this is fishy. Most people I know don't even know what the internet is in North America, and especially they don't even know if they can use email with internet off. Furthermore, does it seem odd to you that... This this uh, uh, kind of thing is uh, separating IE9 and 8, because if they were adding them together, they would technically be, be uh, more popular. So if you take Chrome, build like 7,600, <laughs> and you had all the other ones, it's fine. Well, so they are, they're just using Chrome 18, but they're, ex- but they're, they're separating Chrome ni- uh, IE9 and ni- IE8, so I think that's kind of fishy. Mm-hmm. Also, in the browser front, uh, Firefox 12 came out last week, and the uh, silent updater is coming in Firefox 13. So, like Chrome, you know, it updates pretty silently. You know, yeah. there's a little gear, but no big deal. That's coming very soon to a Firefox not probably so close to you right now. But in 13, it should be here, and it'll be wonderful. It'll just do what it does whenever it needs to without bothering anyone. Let's hope it does. Because I, I What is that? Oh, <clears throat> dear sir. Sorry, I seem to have done something to your cable. How did you do that? Uh, necromancy magic. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, no. Microsoft. I have you want... ever heard of Microsoft? I have. Apparently, Microsoft wants to make a music service linked to Xbox. Now, with you, with your Xbox, you have one, right? Mm-hmm. I have do you have ever one. listened to music on it? I've played music videos because I had some Microsoft points I had to spend. Okay. Um, Have you ever listened to music on your Xbox? No. Is, did you just say no? Can I ask you a question? Did you say no? I did say no. 
Well, I'm not surprised because I wouldn't be listening to music on my TV or my Xbox either if I had one. Mm. I would listen to it on my MP3 player or my phone or maybe even my computer. Yeah. Finally, Wolfram Alpha. You know them? Mm-hmm. How they ruined Wolfram Alpha with uh, Pro? Yes, they turns out. Turn, <laughs> no, turns out they have also released just now a 299 application for Windows. So you can now do the same thing you've done for iPad and Android mm-hmm. and whatever that stuff is. You can now use a custom keyboard on Windows for 299. That's a that's a wait. You just hmm. So it's a standalone app. Just sits standalone wherever app. you want it. If you're on a full-fledged Windows computer, why don't you just use the browser? No keyboard. No no special keyboard. You can't use all the nice keys. Like the, in, you know, like the oh, integral sign. Yeah, I suppose. Like yeah. the integral sign or the summation sign or whatever. Uh, huh. Now, for some reason, this picture is associated with this page. <laughs> <laughs> Good job there. And so I'll put, that, I'll put that link to that picture in the show notes, but I just thought that was... Uh, Any idea who that is? No. Hmm. I, I just thought that was kind of fun. Uh, and I, I think you have one more thing for the show notes. Would you like to yes. mention that? So, Raspberry Pi, remember it? I do remember a little computer that would cost $25 or something. Yes. Okay. Um, I was I thought about getting one, but then I'm like, you know, for 25 bucks, you can get, uh, you a, can get a computer. But, yeah, you could get some pizzas. I, I do like pizza. Um, and plus... They're having so many problems with stuff. I wanted it backed by something. Right. Well, guess who's a good company to back things? Um, Google. Google does do a good job. I this does, Raspberry Pi just screams like a Google project. Like it just mm. it seems like something Google would do. Doesn't encourage people to view ads. You know why? Why? Because it doesn't use it. Oh, I was gonna say probably because probably couldn't even run Flash. If you ran Flash on that thing, it'll probably mm-hmm. just melt. Um, but I uh, guess Intel. Um, Intel. Intel has their own little tiny computer about the same size as a Raspberry Pi. Really? So it's, it's about four inches by four inches. Wow. Wow. Do you know what's really wow? Mm. I just glanced at the picture and said four inches by four inches. You look at the captions, it is four inches by four <laughs> inches. Wow, you can do your uh, United States measurement. I'm I impressed. I can do my United States measurement so in America. So what does this have in it? It has a i3, or you can get the i5 model. Um, it's got... Is it uh, going to have, like, uh, Ivy Bridge, maybe? Yes, it is going to have the new Ivy Bridge. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Ivy Bridge is a power saver, super awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so they need some way to promote this. Um, they're going to have um, some new HD um, 4000 GPU graphics mm. um, and a bunch of other stuff. And just, it looks it's like... Apple TV enclosure just with a, with a ad, Intel ad, logo on it. So what is this? What operating system does this run? This is going to run uh, whatever you put on it. Can it run Windows? Most likely, yes. How much memory does this come with? Presumably. Presumably... That had an odd resonating pitch. Maybe this is bothering me because I have headphones. What was the question? How much memory would this uh, device have? is USB 3.0 ports. Okay. Uh, I think this is kind of a lame. Yeah. I, um, I just, I don't, I can never, I, I could never condone somebody purchasing this. Hmm. Ever. Well, you see, I'm, I'm spamming this article looking for the answer, and they show me a picture 
of two empty RAM slots. That's why I was asking. Um, they have the CPU, the graphics. I mean, when you look at that circuit board, and then you look at the uh, size of the USB, uh, you know, port. Yeah. That USB port is huge. It's like a phone. But like I'm a just phone saying, motherboard. I'm just... I'm just saying that it's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. In... Yeah, but then, but, look then, like that. but then again, I don't expect my phone to do anything except to work. Yeah. Um, but, so, we'll see what happens with these. Um, there's no way, like, this thing is going to start, like, uh, at least 100 bucks. Like, it's nowhere, it's going to be nowhere near as cheap as the Pi. Because, you know, the Pi, w- and anybody can go make a Raspberry Pi. It's, any manufacturer can. Oh, so it's just a spec thing for Raspberry Pi? It's not even just them? Raspberry Pi has two manufacturing companies. Like, um, you can have two different companies um, making the okay, right. thing. But no, it's all free designs. Okay. Um, but this is. No, this, I hope nobody actually makes that. Uh, do you know what else I hope nobody actually makes? Can't tell. I know you were there once before today. But go to Ubuntu.com. Oh, I, I, I am there right now. I, I can do that. Okay. Um, I don't remember the exact word. Okay, it's finally loaded here. Go to devices. Devices. Uh, it's not loading yet. Hold on. Keep holding. Yeah. Slow, wow. Slow. So, you remember when I was so excited about Ubuntu TV? Yeah. And then I clicked it like, I want to learn more. I, I want to see how much it would cost me to buy one. So I click on... Um, <laughs> death! <laughs> okay. So I clicked on the little thing about discovering Ubuntu TV. Okay. Uh, this was back when they had the, the when it was just the like the main thing on the website. Like, cool, a video, let's play it. And then we just played music. Remember that? When yes, I do. Rem- I do remember that. I'm like, well, I want one, so I'm, I click the get in touch button. Go there and like, cool. I want to see. I'm a like, I'm a consumer. Wait, wait, wait. That doesn't say consumer. It's just contact information. Okay, maybe weird. Maybe that's so they're going to contact me about this. And then they're looking for people to come and build their stuff for them. Yep. Um, I don't like that. I don't condone that. Um, well, what if you did put a home user, a Ubuntu enthusiast? What would what would happen? Oh, they 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 totally removed the next two boxes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, I'm an IT professionalist. I I I wonder why they um, announced did such a big announcement without having supporters first. And can I tell you what's even funnier? Maybe. So a, a TV isn't that complicated. I mean, yes, it is complicated, but just. An operating system that can play videos and do other things. Uh, I'm going to show this to you, and you're going to be disrupted, but I just thought it was funny. So, cell phone, something or else. Yes, if you go to devices, and I'll click the cell phone thing. You think the TV was bad? Now they have even bolder claims. We can make this phone. It's an Android phone, but it's got Ubuntu skins on it. Now, you know that little picture picture on the screen there, that that how the phone is connected to the you know the computer to the back of the monitor. I got to tell you that if that if it really worked that well, I would be so happy if it was just wireless. Yeah. Um, or maybe that's just a charging cable through USB or something. I don't know, but uh, I mean, I, I, I they just say no. It's a USB thing. Okay, good. I just I you know like you always see the, these kind of things like you know your phone is tethered to your your your, your monitor and then the monitor becomes like a bigger phone interface kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I want a real computer. Same here. If it doesn't run Windows, it's only nine tenths of a computer. Really? Or OS ten? Really? Yeah. So uh, what about all those uh, Debian users out there? Those aren't really computers. Those are just machines. 
that are more useful and productive. Not necessarily. I wouldn't say so. But you can't play games and do... You definitely can't edit a world-renowned movie on it. Could you edit a world-renowned movie on your Windows? Yeah, if I had Avid Pro. Do you have Avid Pro? I'm too poor. But on the other hand, you can go walk into your local Debian Distros forum, or newsletter even, and they'll whine about for the next six years. No, you have to go to, go the, to get the best whining in the world. You must be... If you're a student, um, which I am a student, I'll forever be a student, so they don't fact-check on a... Ah, uh, no fact-checking? Oh. But I, I am a student of Quack Academy. Hmm. I'm still a college student for a few more weeks. And then I'll be one at always at heart, except for I'm never going back to that place again. Um, what was I... Apparently at, the uni- uh, apparently at the University of Minnesota, you get to keep your uh, UMN address after. You graduate. It's good. So today at uh, SPPS, I was trying to check a book out. And so I'm like, 332788. Like, I entered my CRF number, and like, you don't exist. And then so I go to the librarian, and I'm like, hey, I don't exist anymore. Like, that makes sense. They, 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 if you don't own money, um, like people who have books checked out, right. they're the only ones who got kept. I'm like, so people who don't return their books get rewarded by staying in the system? And then she's just like, that's not a good thing. I'm like, but I want to be in the system. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. She just owe one cent. Huh? Just owe one cent. Oh yeah. And then just stay there forever. <sighs> yeah. I'll find a way to do that. So, got anything else? I don't. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say it didn't or don't? Don't. Don't. Okay. Don't it. Um. So, uh, where can we find you on that uh, internet there? Um, you can find me at MatthewPetro.com. You can also find me at Anything Nexus. And you can... Yeah. Oh, well, you can, of course, find me everywhere at the Nexus. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, RyanMR. You can find me on Facebook, Google+, and all sorts of other places. That, uh, of course, you can also follow the new Nexus TV Twitter account. Oh, yeah. We have to popularize this because mm-hmm. not enough people are following it yet. Only three people so far. We need to get this much higher. Yeah. Uh, so if you want up-to-date updates, you want to know when we're actually doing the show, you want to know if we actually do the show or not, or if you want to know what Sam knows or doesn't know, uh, you should really be following the Nexus TV. No dashes, no dots, just the Nexus TV yeah. on Twitter. And, of course, you can also send us feedback now with our new feedback form. We have implemented this new feedback form. You can send us direct email. We'll both and we'll all get it. We all love to hear who's out there. It's it's a really um, cool feature that I have just put together. It's uh, really nice. Yes, and thank you for reminding me of something. Yeah, what is it, dear Ian Buck? How are you? I did hear some mean messages from you. Thanks, an attack on my credibility and my character and my goodwill towards other men of the United States. And I just want you to know that I'm a patriot. I love the United States. I love everybody in the United States. And stop harassing me. I have to ask, what are you referring to? Apparently, in the universe, I may have called some American idiots some idiots for for some incident in 1969, was it? When the United States lost a nuclear warhead. Oh. Um, And so I wanted to go to Greenland and try to find it, because I would love to have my own personal nuke. Um, And wouldn't that be fun? Not really. I mean, there's just some transportation issues, and some people might get angry with you. I I don't know if that's really what I would call 
spectacularly fun now. That's not spectacular, but... Well, okay then. Yeah. Good show? Good show. Yep, thank you. Have a good one.